Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My, oh my Lord, I just can't hardly wait We've been worn down in the hardest ways Long night's over and I'm starting to believe I'm not as broken as some made me out to be What makes a house a home? Been running for so long. When I met you, I couldn't let you. What makes a house a home? Time moves fast now, like tires on the road. But I don't mind it. I always dream to go The long night's over And I'm starting to believe I'm not as broken As some made me out to be What makes a house a home Been running for so long When I met you, I couldn't let you What makes a house a home? What makes a house a home? Been running for so long When I met you, I couldn't let you What makes a house a home? Been running for so long Been running for so long Been running for so long 
darkest days long nights over and I'm starting to believe I'm not as broken as some made me out to be what makes a house a home been running for so long When I met you, I couldn't let you. What makes a house a home? What makes a house a home? Been running for so long. When I met you, I couldn't let you. Oh, I'm tired of being alone. Been running for so long. Been running for so long. for so long been running for so long when I met you I couldn't let you oh I'm tired of being alone been running for so long been running for so long Hello everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. This is episode 95. 95 is a number that means a lot to me. We lost Betty White at 95. <laughs> I still think about her. Not this again. I still miss her, still think about her every single day. We love you, Betty. We miss you, even though you nearly get me cancelled. I think Tom Hunter was Sir Tom Hunter. No, in fact, that's that Scottish millionaire guy, isn't uh-huh. it? Billionaire, I think. Who's the, the guy that walked around his garden? Uh, oh, his daughter just get done for stealing his fucking money. Aye, I was going to say that. Uh, Sir Tom... Uh, let me just put it into the Google... The... I don't know. I was, oh, Captain Sir Tom Moore. I miss you as well, every day. If you're up there with Betty, just <laughs> gear a kiss in the forehead. I'm out my tits on coffee and ADHD meds. That was the Peanut Butter Falcon running for so long. A great film, highly recommended. Get in about it. Um, before we start the podcast, would you like to do the ad read? Of course, mate. Thank of course, you, I'm now becoming a pro. Although I watched back my attempt last week and I totally bottled it in front of you and Dean. I don't know, getting my head being like, actors are watching me do an ad read and it's like you're literally reading words off your phone. I know why you were struggling. How? It's because you were eating hash cakes again. <laughs> and you had a come down. I get into the I get into the cupboard. You had a four day come down. <laughs> Stone over. 
We call it. So this week's uh, sponsor, um, which has been the sponsor for the last eight, maybe nine weeks or mm-hmm. so. So thank you very much. Is Alan Argue at Argue and Co Legal? Um, Argue and Co Legal are a Glasgow-based law firm, and their offices are based in George Square. So you know they're legit. They can assist you with most legal issues, but if you make an inquiry and they can't. Uh, assist you specifically they will point you in the right direction of someone who can help you so no matter what the issue please contact them their main areas of expertise is personal injury claims so if you've been in a car accident or injured at work um, they will help you get the maximum compensation that you deserve the main difference between arguing co-legal and the big law firms that you see and hear advertising in the TV and radio is their level of customer service and their approachability they are genuine people who will treat you like friends and family and they will always keep you up to date your case and speak to you like a normal person and i've got personal experience with us and can back that up 100 percent. that's my testimonial for them they are generally cheaper than other law firms but they can also do no win no fee so please get in touch and if you quote straight white whale and there is a fee you will get a discount you can contact Arguing Co-Legal on 01413784145 on their website, which is arguingco.co.uk. That's A-R-G-U-E-A-N-D-C-O.co.uk. You can email them at aar at arguingco.co.uk. You'll see that running across the bottom of the screen. Or you can go to their offices, which is at the first floor, 9 George Square, Glasgow, G21QQ. Thank you very much, Alan, for helping us keep the lights on here at Straight White Whale. And also, guys, if you like this podcast, we make... I'm sure people that listen on Spotify hear that there's ads and that that run. The mystery is we don't make a lot of money doing this podcast. The ads literally don't even cover the costs of switching the lights on. So the people that, as well as the sponsors like Alan, the people that actually keep the lights on are our Patreon subscribers. For less than the price of a cup of coffee a month, you will get extra podcast content. You will get TikTok content before it's due out. You'll get the podcast 24 hours early before anybody else on Spotify. Um, So please consider giving it's like five pounds a month it's literally nothing if you can spare it you help support this podcast that's patreon.com forward slash straight white whale thank you very much paul very much appreciated and to mr argue for sponsoring the podcast and like paul said there it's appreciated when people sign up and leave reviews and stuff it means a lot we're doing quite well but i'm just gonna mirror what paul said there so thank you very much Thank you very much. We're doing a podcast with ourselves today because, like, I like to get a guest, and then, you know, punters love a guest, but they always ask for for us as well. So Just I've got us, the two of us, you and I. <laughs> Make any song sinister, you and I. Imagine that in a studio. A stadium gig, just the other mic, you and I. Just the two of us. You and I. <laughs> How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. Um, I need to get my back seen to. It's yeah. getting ridiculous now. Last time I went and spoke to somebody about my back, they told me that I had a bulging disc and I potentially needed some form of surgery. Um, not 
that big a deal. No, like, you know, we need to, like, I don't know, reconstruct your spine out of titanium or something like that. But just, I need, like, I'm tall. I'm really tall. You get lower back problems being tall. You don't take care of your, your back. You don't stretch enough, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I slipped a disc in my back. Um, I'm in agony, basically. But as long as I sit still here or I lie straight, flat out, I'm okay. But see when you're in pain, notice this yesterday, see when you're in pain, your mind just goes mental. Mm -hmm. Like, I was thinking all sorts of mad shit, do you know what I mean? And it's just because of that pure non-pain that you get and uh, it stops you from sleeping, don't get great sleep and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, right now, not fantastic, but um, like we were saying off mic, sit down for an hour, chat to my mate, Hopefully life gets a bit better in the course of the next hour. Yeah. You're a genetic freak. <laughs> Thank you. Seven days a week. <laughs> Big pop a pump. <laughs> Mate, that's mad that if you if you went in for a wee operation, man, that's fucking mental. Maybe you need it though. I, I do need it. I've yeah. needed it for a while, but it's um what what am I saying? Self employed. Don't really want to be, you know, putting my feet up, but also I'm not going to spend a holiday getting an operation done. I'm not that much a maniac, so I think I'll maybe plan some time over Christmas and New Year. Might I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm almost entirely sure that I can't just go to the doctor and go see that surgery. I was told I needed. I want it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be like, no, that's not how this works. Like we tell you when you're getting it. So yeah. maybe I'll just phone the GP and just be like, can you? refer me to get this done now and see what happens it'll be keyhole though it's not like yeah. you know I'm not gonna they're not gonna open up my back or anything like it'll be keyhole surgery that I get and it'll be non-invasive and it'll probably be in and out in a day so it's not that big let's say it's not that big a deal but there will be some form of recovery and sitting here in the chair while people are doing podcasts it's no great for your back yeah. you know mate you should go private I fuck that man it cost me about fucking 20 grand or so. I don't even know why I suggested that because I've not even got a tenner in my wallet. <laughs> See, if it had been back in the day when I worked for Virgin and I had Bupa and I had all the private healthcare through work, like I would 100% be gone private and I'd be getting the six, taking the full six, six weeks off and all that. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, them the breaks, you know, such is life. We move on. I could point you in the direction of some people that it's not quite surgery, but they put cast a spell on your spine and they get the badness out your spine right, through recovery and all that. Recky, energy. They'll go, get, go and get some energy work done. <laughs> they'll get rid of the trauma in your spine, bro. All right. Two weeks later, you see me, see you in a wheelchair. What happened? Uh, nah, Papa Shango fucked my fucking <laughs> spine. Papa Shango. <laughs> they did voodoo on my back, but they did it. They did it the wrong way. I remember years ago somebody was doing. What's it called when they? Oh, I was just. What's it called when they fuck about with your feet? And I, thought I was going to say porn. They down, but. Um, <laughs> no, Chiropodist. No, 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 no. That's like your. That's. That's like actual medical. This is like. Uh, oh, oh! I nearly had that reflexology mm-hmm. I had a mate who went to college today I don't know if they did reflexology specifically but they did like massage and they were doing a course in reflexology and they said to one of my other mates um, do you want me to do like a bit would it be alright if you do like, you basically you're like my crash test dummy and they 
they touched something on my mate's foot and my mate felt it in their throat and then for like two weeks had tonsillitis after it. Wow. So don't fuck about with these. Do you know what I mean? And like, do you want to just come and we'll sit and aye, man? Like I touched a bit of their foot that ended up giving them tonsillitis. I don't think that's a coincidence. And my mate was saying that when they touched the bit of their foot, they felt it like at the back of their neck and in their throat. And so that was a bit weird. Wow. Well, I have been for like some really deep tissue massages and I've been unwell after it. Like I've had the cold and the flu and I've always said to them and they're like, that's toxins, toxins releasing it for your skin and all that. Like, all right. Yeah. I always feel... It might well be. I think it is, mate, because I'm genuinely cold like any time I get a massage. Right. It's like they unblock one of your chakras. Yeah. So maybe a bit of that happening. Have you done Ricky? No, I've never done Reiki. I've never done reflexology. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. No, nah, I've never, I've never done anything like that. Mm-hmm. I've tried hypnotherapy. I think I've said this to you before. I, I went in back maybe like 28, 29. I was trying to get therapy. One of the first therapists that I seen was a hypnotherapist, mm-hmm. and what a load of push. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> but uh, Lee Griffiths was sitting in his waiting room. Oh really? No. Oh, and oh. he was a Celtic player at the time. Obviously, it doesn't work. <laughs> Unless it's turning you into a fucking bad man. Aye. <laughs> I did that as well. I did that when I was eight, 17, actually. It was for weight loss. And it was, he had, he held a card in front of my face. And it was like literally the, you know, the. Yeah, what a fucking snake oil salesman cunt. So there we go. So you've been all right then, apart from your back? Aye, apart from my back, mate, aye. We, we're all good. I've got a list of subjects here I could go through. Okay. Let's well, stop. first and foremost, I want to say well done to Dean Byrne. He got to the final and he's yep. at the Kings. Please don't forget about us. Uh, what, what, what's the competition called? I think it was the BBC New Comedy Awards. Right, yeah. And he's got to the final on the 9th of November. At the Kings, so did you watch it? No, no, it's on the iPlayer button. Oh, uh, is it? Or I never knew that. I think it went out on BBC Three last night. I think I seen them posting about it. Um, but I'm pretty sure that it's available on the iPlayer for that will be like for thirty days or something. Like that. So uh, I'm going to watch it because I've never seen Dean. I wasn't at the Funny Bunch the night that he did the Funny, but I've never seen him do stand up. So mm-hmm. heard good things for you and from others. So I'm going to watch it. I think there was a couple other. Was it Daniel Petrie? Is that the guy's name? Yes, the doctor. I think he's he was in the semi-final. I don't know who got to the final. I know that Dean did, but mm-hmm. um, I man must be weird doing like being a they're open spot comedians. I'm not insulting them by saying no, that, am I? They're very good open spot comedians. Yeah, they're like cream of the crop, aren't they? Yes. The open spot. Um, but imagine being like an open spot comedian, and then the next thing you're on telly, and then the next thing you're going to do the Kings. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Hi, <laughs> it's mad. And that's not insulting people, it's just the process of being a comedian. You start off an open spot, you get really good. Next year, I mean, this is nearly November, so next year Dean will be opening gigs, he'll be doing main support, and if he keeps going the way he's going, he'll eventually be uh, a professional comedian. So good on him, man, and all the best to Dean. He'll be at the Funny Bunch on Sunday. Are you going to make it on Sunday? I'm filming. Are you? Thank yep. you very much. I'll maybe need a stool. Yes. On my back, but we'll, 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 I should be all right. Fully sold out. Yes. 
with uh, there's some because uh, the room is so small I've capped it at a certain number but like say for instance you know Dean's going to be doing the door if you come if Sharon comes like there's enough space for other aye, people for, for some people but we've sold we've sold the tickets out and I'm looking forward to it so aye, I'm looking forward to you filming, filming me doing crowd work mate and we'll be doing the fucking hydro next year I know and I'll have a big set of fake white teeth <laughs> Slagging cunts in the front row. You're right, mate. That's supposed to be that small Paul Smith I was slagging her. It's a terrible lover puddling accent. What, what are you slagging them for? No slagging them, but you know, that's the videos he does. He slags aye, the crowd. He just rips a cunt out of the crowd or he. he, he aye. Each to their own. <laughs> he's a good guy. I wasn't. <laughs> he's, and he's a great he's comedian. A good guy. He's I think he's, he sold out like fucking three nights at the Hydro next year or something mm-hmm. like that, man. Something crazy. Yeah. Very funny. Um, so uh, he, is, he is a good comedian. But I know what you mean. I, I, I think every day I see another clip, and it and it is kind of like the same thing that he's doing over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, um, you know, write some jokes. <laughs> he's never going to see this. <laughs> I know. And plus, cunts will be pulling this podcast it, and they'll be like, next year, if I'm, <laughs> you'll you know? be doing a gig to homeless people or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I'll just be like. Exactly like him. Aye. Uh, Paul, <laughs> listen, mate, see if you watch this podcast. He's been in the studio. Yeah, yeah. He's been in the studio a couple of times. If you, if you happen to get sent this podcast and think, we are not slagging you, mate. Like, we are the most self-deprecating people on the planet. Like, we're just having a laugh at your uh, your social media content and yeah. doing crowd work and slagging people in wheelchairs and such. I think that was one <laughs> of the clips I've seen. But he is, he's super funny. And I think as well, like, no, everybody can do crowd work. No, because it's like somebody was talking about this the other week when I was chatting to them. They're like, "There's comedians out there that can only do their material, and if if somebody heckles them, they literally look like a rabbit in the headlights, or they just completely ignore it, just yeah. don't even bother." Um, and I think people that can do crowd work like that are really like they might not be an amazing comedian, but they are funny because mm-hmm. they've got that snap. You know, they can just yeah. snap back at people that just shout out, or what's your name? The person says a name and it's just boom, they've got a joke for it. So I think it proves that the guy's actually really funny. Yes. And that's why we were slagging him because I feel like he would be able to take a joke. I've actually met him before and he was sound. I gigged with him once years ago down in Liverpool. He oh, did you? Brand new. I think he's doing some sort of like celebrity MMA thing so he can rest assured that he'd punch fuck at the Perios, probably Aye. at the same time as well, Aye. you know. No me, but... I mean, physically. Not like, the lone wolf. Is he a better fighter than me? Yes. But is is he willing to stick two fingers up somebody's shit box to win a fight? That's when I won. That's how I won fights. <laughs> I'll fucking bust your pants for the back, mate. <laughs> 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 <A> back. <laughs> oh, my back hurts when I laugh on that. No. fucking death grip. <laughs> <laughs> what would that finisher move be called? If that was your finisher move, if you were a wrestler, right, and your finisher move was you put two right up the fucking fart box, like, what's it called? It would have to be something fart box, eh? The fart box? (laughs) (laughs) The fart box. I mean, it resembles the jobby jabber. Yes. Remember the jobby jabber back in the day? It's like Mr. Sokol with Mankind, but it's the arsehole instead of the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see to be perfectly honest there's a part of me we would rather that Mick Foley shoved his fingers up Mars than down my throat to, I mean where have the fingers been where the fuck has that soak been and also uh, he used to pull it out his pants 
So he would wrestle for like fucking 20 minutes, half an hour, with him stuffed down his lycra, and then he'd be pulling him out of there and shoving it down your throat. I'd be like, bend nail, no, just fancy fucking ramming up my bum. <laughs> I know. I used to wank into things like that when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a WrestleMania where. Did you ever wank into a sock with like goggly eyes on it, like his? I mean. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I can't even remember, but I wouldn't put it past me. <coughs> I've done, I've done worse. That sounded quite sinister there. I'm not a beast. I've done worse as well. <laughs> non beast I stuff. I love how I love how you done that. Like a wee flashback. <clears throat> ah, yeah. I need to. I hate the nineties. Uh, it's like when people are like telling mad stories about the nineties, and I'm just sitting there like <laughs> vibrating. Hi. <laughs> Thank God we never had phones back then. Oh mate, I'm trying to think what would have been the worst thing. Oh mate, I have got so much, so much comes to mind. But um, the first time I got drunk when I was like 13, 14, I, you get drunk and you've never felt like that before, and you think you're pure. You're like, this is the greatest feeling in the world. I walked down the middle of a street with my dick out just pissing no holding it though like just walking <laughs> and like everybody was just like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I was about 13 I did two litres of fucking strongbow oh mate I, <laughs> I there was, oh mate wow I so stuff like that like imagine imagine if you had Facebook whatever and people are like they're doing it and then you're having to go in I mean I could just there was only like four or five people there <laughs> and they were all my mates so you know what I mean they took the piss at you for it and you had a laugh but it didn't really go anywhere but imagine them fucking firing it on Facebook and you're having to go into school on the Monday and everybody's seen you walking about with your tadger out Aye. just pissing down yourself pretty much do you know Aye. what I mean it'd be on TikTok with fucking captions <laughs> <laughs> sound effects <laughs> To you being mad at a party, you're like, how the fuck? I get fucking two hundred and fifty thousand views. Do you think that um, we've no we've no even get into the subject yet? But do you think that that type of reality that people live in now mean that young people don't do as many like pure crazy shit at like part like some of the shit that happened in some of the it wasn't even parties, mate, just empties, mm -hmm. just scheme empties. Like somebody's mod was away on holiday, somebody's mom and dad was away on holiday and everybody's going run and you would sit in the gaff, but then by the time it got like two hours in, there was just mayhem happening in this fucking house in the middle of Carntine. Do you think that that type of stuff doesn't quite get as mental anymore because everybody's got a camera on them? 100% mate and I think that's quite sad I feel like I'm missing it <laughs> I don't I mean like see if me and you're sitting in a house party right and you're out your fucking mind on drugs now I'm no I'm no saying take drugs right but if I'm with you and you're out your nut I'm not going to pull my camera phone out I'm going to make sure you're alright and plus we're mutually taking drugs so like I want to have a good time with my mate I remember sometimes back in the day when I used to take Ekkies, I had a pal that was like, you were out your fucking nut? Oh, what, man? I was like, aye. Is that not the point in taking Ekkies, you fucking crackpot? Like, uh, get away from me, you fucking pissed. And even when you're out your nut at a party, cunts are, like, touching your face and all that. You're like, fuck off, mate. Uh, Let me enjoy myself. Aye, uh, like, uh, 
do you know what I hated? People that would see people that they're not in the bar. Like, you're right, mate. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're like, hey, I, I, I'm all right. I've took something. Are you all right? Because you've took nothing. You're sober, you mad deviant. <laughs> like, what like, are you doing? That video, I, I'm all right. But the main thing is, are you all right? <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> no. What a wee that? guy, mad way at a party, and a wee guy's out, he's not on fucking Ekkies, and the guy pulls his phone out, and he's like, ah, Tam, you all right? He's like, I am all right. But the main question is, you are right? <laughs> uh, but I, mate, I had a... Uh, he's not my pal anymore, but... And he was a drinking buddy that probably led me towards... It sped up my sobriety. But any time I was with this cunt, man, he was like that. Every fucking two minutes. I went to a stag do with him. Um, we were at a wedding together. And see, as soon as that phone went up, I was like, mate, you're a fucking pain in the arse. Uh-huh. It literally stopped me in my tracks. Because obviously when I was steaming, I was trying to make every cunt laugh. And I would just be like, you're annoying me. And I remember being in a bus at a wedding once and I was just singing and talking a lot of shit. And he kept the video in his phone for years. And I was like, what's the purpose what's, of this? That's weird, isn't it? Aye. I mean, I'm... Well, I'm I'm a bit of a digital holder. I've found like it's no it's no by design, but I've got like every photo that I've ever took with a mobile phone in the past ten years on my phone. Should maybe go back. It's just it just feels like such a pain in the ass to go back and delete everything. Do you know what I mean? And so it's just there. I'd mm-hmm. never use it for anything. But I'm a bit of a like I've got videos in my phone. I like nights out and stuff like that. And I, see, to be honest, man, it's like a different person. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I remember the first time, I can, I, I vividly remember it, I had a pal that had, um, or Ma and Da worked at the fruit market and they used to get everything off the back of a truck and they had like a, basically a pub in their back garden that we used to just go and just get fucking smashed in, like mental, drinking litres and litres of fucking vodka and all that between us all, it was just crazy, but our Ma used to get, like everything goes through the, the fruit market, do you know what I mean? And so they just, just they had a bar at, fucking every type of bevy you could ever imagine or making cocktails and all sorts and the f- I can remember we were everybody was wrecked mate and it's not even like everybody was so everybody was steaming like everybody was paralytic and we had like a guitar and we were singing and we were it was a mess mate like the place was a mess and one of my mates sat back and took and videoed like four or five videos everybody just rolling about steaming but nobody knew that he'd done it and we, everybody woke up the next day and he'd posted them on Facebook and he just got like a pure, get them fucking down right now, you cunt. And then he was pure, oh, I didn't even think, I thought, I thought it'd be, he's not a bad guy, he's like one of my mates, do you know what I mean? And it's not like a mate where you're like, he's a fucking dick, it wasn't even like that, such a sound guy. He was just like, I, I genuinely thought that that would be all right because previously we'd all take photos and put them up and it was just that, line get crossed for the first time where everybody had a video camera and everybody get videoed and people were pure trying to play guitar and all that it's like get that fucking done that's embarrassing and I've got people in my work and all sorts do you know what I mean on my social media and you've tagged me on a post where we are absolutely like gone we're on a different fucking planet I found I I was like tell me I think that's creepy I find that creepy. I don't think that's funny. I, I actually, that creeps me out that you sat and secretly videoed all yours and now you're putting it on fucking Facebook. But it never happened again and, and the guy was pure, oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't even think. I just thought that would be hilarious for us to all wake up and be like, oh, no, but... Aye, man. Strange behaviour. Likewise, I totally agree with you, mate. I fucking hate it. 
I hate it, man. Like, it's brutal. It is. Just get your camera phone to fuck your fucking creep. Unless you're sending me feet pics. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I was in the Joker, remember the... Remember the Joker? I was in the cinema watching the Joker once and there was this cunt sitting beside us snapchatting it. I was Sna- just like... You snapchatting the movie? Yep. I was like, you can't even just sit and watch a movie for fucking an hour with it pulling out your camera phone and doing something. It's Black Mirror. Unless you're sending us feedbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you send back in voice notes to people that send you feedbacks? Like a a happy wolf. (laughs) (laughs) My cats do that. Like my cats sit at the window and and see like, like this this morning, in fact, I was like a wee Robin Redbreast. And I was like, oh, winter. Like you were saying when you came in, winter is upon us 100%. Yes. I seen a wee Robin in the front garden. I was like, oh, look at the wee Robin. And then my cat came up beside me and was sitting going, <laughs> and I'm like, he wants to munch that. That's not even like, I'm sitting pure, ah, the wee Robin, it's winter, feel all cozy. He's pure. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck, man. Salem's about to fucking snap that cunt's neck, man. You're like, thank God there's a windy. Aye. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> oh, man. But it is getting cold. It is getting cold, mate. It's getting cold. Knee shots today in the studio, that's for sure. What have you got in the paper? Let's... Yes, I've got some uh, subjects. I've been watching a lot of TikToks and I've been finding some funny things. I've been to the cinema to see some movies as well, which I've been very disappointed in. And okay. uh, what such as? Well, I'll talk about the movies first, right? I went to see... I've not been to the cinema in a long time, so I kind of binged it in the last week. Uh, The first one was the new Exorcist. Exorcist Believer? Yes. Is that what it's called? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Dog shit. (laughs) I could have... I mean... I'm not going to go and see it, put it that way. I mean, how many Exorcist movies have there fucking been? But I could have told you well I could have predicted it couldn't have told you fuck all because I, 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 when I seen the trailer and I seen the poster I was like that's going to be shite mm-hmm. it was one and a half out of ten oh, did you have any, any any expectations getting into it do you know I thought it was going to be passable but it's like there's this new age horror thing where it's I don't know what it I watched it, I sat for 25 minutes and I was thinking, this is no The Exorcist. For the first 25 minutes, there was nothing about demons or exorcisms, there was no priests. And then it just started to happen and it was just one lot of shite, mate. Like, one of the worst films I've ever seen. And some of the original cast members were in it as well, for The Exorcist, for the first one. Right. See, actually, like, looking back... Do you think The Exorcist is a good movie? Do you know what she did? Your cunting daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother sucks cucks in hell. Because I think it's it it had it just had that pure shock value. Even when I watched it in the nineties, which should you know, like it's weird how things get banned up until like the nineties and then since the two thousands, mate, I mean they can get away with doing anything in a fucking horror movie nowadays, man. But, you know, it doesn't matter how violent, you know, it, it, just, it just gets past, doesn't it? They just don't care. They don't care. Like, watch it if you want. But I remember watching Exorcist in the 90s and it was banned and you know, somebody had like a video and we watched it and you're like, oh, 
but the Texas we spoke in the last episode with Dean about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's timeless like that's still scary there's only certain bits about the original Exorcist movie that I actually think are scary mm-hmm. and the rest of it it's all just kind of like like the the vomit like the heat spinning and all that you're just kind of like mm, don't find that scary now yes there is a bit in it that is I, I found traumatising actually is like a win when I watched it see the bit where he has the nightmare I can't really remember so the, the, the young priest has a night has the nightmare where he can see his mum going into the subway station and he's trying to get to her and he can't get to her and it's silent and then the grim reaper just flashes on the screen and it's weird and I think the thing I just got a chill there and I was describing it the thing that really really freaked me out about it is, is that it, it was really really like a dream like the guy's having a nightmare, obviously, but it felt like a fucking nightmare. See that way, well, there's no sound, everything's gone really slow. You can't even move fast enough to get to where you, and then things are just really surreal. Mm-hmm. It was like that. So that bit, it's only like thirty seconds of the movie. I found terrifying in the original Exorcist, but see, like the her in the bed and all that. Like, I don't know. Just yeah. Don't find it. I don't know if I'm maybe too normalised a scene like gore and like really shit that you know that really sort of freaks you out mm-hmm. feel like Blair Witch on yeah um, that that just doesn't have an impact anymore well it was like that in the new one there was scenes and you're just like this is not scary it's not even gory I just feel like it's been like Americanized, like pop like a pop version of The Exorcist right pop horror yeah it's like, does she have mental health problems? No, I think it's demonic. Right, right. they're like, is she? Does she need an exorcist or does she need Ritalin? <laughs> <laughs> so, I I went to see that and it was fucking awful, man. That was really bad. Then I went to see Saw X, which is another one that's like fifteen saws. I was just sitting. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this? This is possible, but. Right. Shite. Aye. Is it like a parody? Yeah, saw a saw movie, or it's just like like a covers band. Aye, aye. So they're trying to make him a good guy. No, who the saw guy? The, so the he, mad he, wee clown thing. Uh, aye, the guy that voices it. Oh right, okay. I, mate, I've I've only ever seen like I think the first saw movie. I've never really. I don't really know much about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't think I'm gonna go into it. Yeah, one of the ones. It's 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 been too long. It's, but I mean, it's like, yeah, it was all right to watch, but 
see when they try to say he's a good guy and he's doing right and wrong and stuff. Lot of pish. And then I seen the creator, the new one with John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son. Den- Denzel's son? Mm-hmm. Is that so the creator? He's been on a couple of movies, Denzel's son. No. Um, I don't see if I recognise his face, but... The creator was like a massive Hollywood movie and it was good enough, but I feel like it should have been better. It was about AI in the future and how it was a battle against man and AI and some of the AI machines were kind. Right. It was it was enjoyable. Hey, the guy for the Black Klansman? Mm-hmm. I did not know that that was Denzel Washington's son. Well, mm-hmm. legacy, Nepo Baby. Nepo Baby, 100%. So I'd say that was about a 7 out of 10, so that was alright. So that's not too bad? Watchable? Watchable. Okay, best one so far that you yes. spoke about. Right. Yes. So that's been my week. <laughs> right. Did you know mention on, did not see on social media you went to see the new Nun movie? Or, oh, I So am. I watched the first one of that the other night because I want to, I want to watch the second one, so I went I went on the, on the fire stick and watched The Nun. I walked out. It was alright. Right. Bad. I walked out last night. As a religious person, I found it offensive. No, it was just a lot of shit. It was the same again. Like, where's the scary parts here? Like, it's Aye. cheap. It's like, you're just draining this franchise at every fucking penny. Oh, uh-huh. see, when I watched, I didn't even know that it was part of The Conjuring. Yeah. I was like, what? How many of these fucking movies are they kicking about? Yeah. And don't even get me started on, these are true stories. No, they're no. No, they're no. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that didn't happen. Like, aye, shut up. One of them's based on the Enfield haunting, I believe. Right. Which was a big famous BBC drama back in the day where they got this ghost hunter in to talk to two girls that got possessed. Mm-hmm. And they were saying it was a kind of... They couldn't prove that it was fake. But as times passed, they were like... It's fake. Right, okay. But I back in the day it was mental. Cause Polis get phoned to the house and the Polis said they seen stuff as well and it just fucking skyrocketed. Right. Uh and then one of the conjurings is based on that, which is fucking terrifying by the way. Well the 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 one that it's based on? Yeah. Well they were a real couple, weren't they? Like the, the couple that's in the conjuring. Mm-hmm. Right. Aye, they were like real ghost hunters and or you know real and quotes some of the stuff you see in tiktok about all that you're like oh aye that's believable and then last night i seen this thing a couple were in a plane and they were going over a field and they were saying they spotted bigfoot <laughs> and it was literally just a cunt in a fucking suit like that <laughs> the fucking plane I'm like fuck's sake man aye it's mad how people are like that is bigfoot 100% aye the pure want to believe like yeah. people just want the You'll never change somebody's... It's not even an opinion, but you'll very rarely be able to change somebody's belief. Even if you do, like, prove it right in front of their very eyes. Like, that's nonsense, that thing that you believe. Here's why. Here's physical proof. Here's, like, all the proof that you want. People just... They believe what they believe mm-hmm. for their own reasons. And you just... You won't change that. Yeah. Something that I'm actually, like, have struggled with over the years is... You know what I mean? And there's, we're seeing it quite a lot just now, and we'll not go into, you'll know what I'm talking about, but 
Yes. There's very polarising issues and things going on in the world right now and people have just pegged their pegged themselves to one side or the other mm. and they, they won't hear it. I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? And it's just like this isn't gonna do anybody any good like this. But it, it, it is belief systems and it comes fail loads of stuff, do you know what I mean? But they are one of them, like Bigfoot, UFOs you know, all that stuff, people believe, you know, like, remember the, the X-Files? Mm -hmm. Was it, I believe, you know what I mean? And why, you know what I mean? And it's everything that comes with that, though. It's like, if you've got an opinion on something like that, and I don't, um, what's the word? Agree with Agree. you. Then it's like a character assassination against me. He's a cunt. He's stupid. Aye. I'm like, no, well, I just don't believe in Bigfoot, mate. Aye. Well, we've seen it uh, during the week, and we'll no name names, and, and I'm not even going to talk about the issue, but, you know, a football player came out and said that there was a certain demographic of people are brainwashed because they they believe something or because their opinion is X, Y, Z. And I think that, you know, see once you wake up to the fact that you're like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. See if you just question, you don't... See, like like you're saying there, where if somebody doesn't agree with you, you go, oh, that's because of this, or that's because they are this. And it's like, that's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. you, you're just telling yourself that to make it okay to hate him because they don't have the same opinion as you. Whereas you could go, I don't know, maybe, maybe a better way. And this is something that I've sort of developed over the last few years is why do they think like that? What information are they seeing that informs their opinion like that? And mm. can I see that to inform my opinion? Because it makes it even more powerful if you see the information that they've seen and you still believe what you believe. Do you know what I mean? And if you're still like, aye, I know what you're talking about, but here's why I believe. So many people out there, mate, where you talk to them and you go, why do you think that? Or why do you, why why is that your opinion? And, and it's almost like you're asking them, like about their religion or you know what I mean they'll, they'll just be like pure they'll either get upset that you've questioned their opinion or they'll the, the one that you hear a lot it's like mate I know somebody though I've met somebody and, and I've seen stuff that you've not seen and nobody's seen it nobody's seen it yeah the, the ultimate kind of trust me bro uh -huh. I've seen it recently with David McIntosh actually he had a guest on his podcast um, which you should check out it's coming out in a couple of days it's the Development by David podcast and he's got this guy on his podcast that did 17 years in jail for, for a school shooting yep and the guy's trending on TikTok mate and uh -huh. see, 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 see seeing some of the videos getting made about this guy now I'm no fucking sticking up for a school shooter, right? But the guy done it when he was 16. He didn't kill anybody and he tried to do it through suicide by cop. So his story is he wanted to die by suicide by cop. He didn't want to kill anybody. So he went into his school and was like shooting at the ceiling and stuff and didn't intend to take anyone's life. That's the story anyway. And he gets 17 years. He... A teacher was trying to wrestle the gun off him in fragments, say a bullet, hit him in the shin, and he got 17 years for it. And then he got released and worked in a soup kitchen, and this mentally ill man went in with a machete and basically nearly hacked him to death 
and his arms and his fingers are fucked and don't work and stuff. So this guy's story, he's got his own podcast, is like, look, I fucked my life up. I was horrible. I was mentally unwell. And now I'm trying to make amends by, like, stopping school shooters in the future. And these videos and TikTok, mate, people are like, he did try to kill people and they're, like, adding shit to it and all that. You're like, that didn't actually happen. Like, if you look at the court documents or you look at the story, like... They're just so, like, it's mental, mate. It's almost like there's a there's a weird thing that goes on with us. I think with people in their mind, where it's like the an average person almost can't believe that somebody like that exists. There's like, do you know what I mean? And so it's like they must be evil. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like when even when you seen stuff running about like Dharma, um, when the Jeffrey Dharma documentary came out, and you know you had all these like psychologists and stuff like, you know, blah blah blah. There was a mad backlash about it. You know, like no, like, how, that's so traumatizing to his victims, and how dare you try and make excuses for a serial? And it's like nobody's trying to make excuses for a serial killer. Or try to understand how and why this happens. And this guy's been there, done it done nearly 20 years in jail for the for not shooting them day you know what i mean and like and i think maybe you know potentially rightfully so had to pay a price you know what's happened when he's come out's horrific but this guy's out there trying to engage with what's a big problem like the incel community like lost and abandoned and and uh you know disenfranchised young men who potentially could become like horrific domestic terrorists mm-hmm. and he's out there trying to talk to them and be like you're mentally unwell you know here's blah 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 and the world goes no fuck you no we don't like you we don't want to hear for you you shouldn't be doing this you'll try to become famous like, i've seen so much so much of the commentary i actually heard someday someday you know pretty close to me like was chatting to them like have you seen this because of the david thing and they were like nobody goes into a place where a gun and doesn't want to hurt people what like what what informs that opinion nothing just that's what i think all right yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and like but like you said the guys came out with a very rational explanation like i went into that school with a gun so that the police would shoot me I think that's a really, I think that's a rational, like, okay, like, and give him the benefit of the doubt of, like, he's done his time, he's paid his price to society, he's now back out, and let him try and do some fucking good with his life. Don't just shit on him or, you know, gatekeep internet fame or influencer lifestyle or whatever the fuck people think that this guy's trying to achieve. It's been a weird sort of like commentary and do you know what man fair play to david to have the balls to have the guy on his podcast because yeah. i know he, i think he i think he's struggled to find people to put him on their platforms and stuff because of what he what he did so yeah well i listened to the guy's story the other night and i'm like i'm not making excuses for the guy but he's a victim of sexual abuse he came from a broken home and he was 16 years old and he served 17 years if that was in scotland they would have got three and a half year so I think people need to step back and kind of take a breath here, but it's very interesting and fascinating to watch that happen online. People are adding bits to the story. They're making them out evil. I actually commented on a few few comments. He said something like, 
this backlash is very disrespectful to my town and my victims, who some are his friend now. And they were like, what do you mean my victims? And uh, a couple of people were like, that sounds like a threat. That sounds like he's going to go back into a school. And I commented, how can he shoot somebody when he's getting any fucking fingers? He literally get attacked with a machete. He's fucked. Like, the cunt is fucked for the elbow up. His arms are completely fucked. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not attacking anybody. So, it's very, it's strange. It's very, very strange. But people are just so emotionally attached to shit like this. Like, their opinions, especially. You know what I mean? How they feel. That makes me feel like that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you feel. Or, like, you, you don't have any skin in the game. And your opinion means fuck all to nobody, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? And unless you are... Unless you, you're like, listen, I've been the victim or something like that, and this makes me feel real uncomfortable, then I'd be like, listen to these people then, you know? Yeah. But people that are just out there on TikTok being like, nah, fuck him. Nah, he's a bam. He's going to end up doing it again. And I'm like, based on what? Based on what information? Like, why? It's just that, like, isn't it? Like, why do you think what you think? I just That's just how I feel. It's like, uh, okay, so now we're not talking about how you what you think. We're talking about how it makes you feel, mm -hmm. and you're reacting to that. And you're creating opinions and thoughts based on the emotion that it makes you feel when you see somebody out there that was like, I was a school shooter when I was 16 and, I, and you know, thankfully I didn't kill anybody. I went to jail, but here's my story. And people are just like, we don't want to hear your story, mate. So it's weird, mate. And it comes back to that shadow thing. Like people don't like the, what you just said there, people don't like the uncomfortable truth that if you were him in his circumstances and grew up the exact same way that he did, you too could have been a school shooter. You could have ended up. There's a very big possibility because he's a human being and so are you. Yeah. And, but people, we like to be like, nah, these people are broken. These people are fucked. Nah, there's no saving them. And I just have a different opinion on that, you know? Yeah. I'm with you, mate. But pe then people will be like, ah, he could have killed someone. And I'm like, he could have. Aye. And if he did, then he should have got life get in life. prison. Exactly. But he didn't. Uh -huh. Thankfully. Aye. Like, Thankfully, and, and, and hopefully he can be a beacon for people that are, you know what I mean? And like, mm -hmm. if he can be out there and, and engage with young men and be like, here's why I did what I did. Do you feel the same? Are you in the same boat? Somebody might reach out and be like, mate, I feel like you at 16 me right now. And he might be able to fucking help them. Yeah. Rather than just tearing the guy down. Because obviously anybody that does a school shooting's you know, in a bad place and, and deserves to be punished for that, you know? It's just, it's it's weird, like, we, we also have this thing where we don't, I don't, I don't, not everybody thinks that once you've paid your debt to society, that's you, you should go and be able to live a full life. There's also, like, people that are like, no, it should follow you for the rest of your life and you shouldn't be allowed to have a normal job or, like, a normal life after you've done something like that and, I don't know, man. I, I think I just disagree. I think that, that if we if we believe in you know like the the system and that you know people can be uh you know what, what rehabilitated. Do they call it? rehabilitated i beautiful man i like rehabilitation and we believe in that then it needs to be unconditional i think we can't just go no but for that certain type of person no they can't be mm -hmm. you know unless they get properly psychoanalyzed and like professionals that know what they're talking about or like this person's get you know, grandiose narcissistic personality disorder, they're a sociopath, a psychopath, and they're a danger to society, then I think people should be allowed to come back and, and you know, through 
the 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 sort of recovery framework give back. Yeah. And that's what it seems like that guy's trying to do. I have engaged with very little of the content. I've seen a couple of clips on uh, Instagram for David and I've uh, I went and had a look uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. So I've no like properly engaged. I'm going to listen to the podcast, I'm going to inform myself, but it, it looks like the guy's just trying to give back and he's trying to help people that potentially might be in the same position that he was in when he was 16. Yeah. It's a, it's very fascinating, mate. It's very fascinating. But then, you know, when Jeffrey Dharma comes out, cunts are pure. Oh, he's so cute. I could fix him. I'm like, all right. He's got a heat in a fridge, mate. But when it comes to this guy, you just want him to be in prison for the rest of your life. Like, make it make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, aye. There we go. We're not getting money for this podcast, are we? <laughs> on YouTube and stuff. Aye, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> aye, 17 years is a long time as well. A hell of a long time. And for 16, 33, like the prime of your life, isn't it? Really? Mm-hmm. Aye. On a lighter note, I nearly shat my pants yesterday. <laughs> Tell me how. Greg's. <laughs> what did you eat? So I had a work meeting at two o'clock and I, I never really ate anything until after it. And I jumped into Greg's and I got a cheese and onion pasta and a wee pepperoni pizza. And the pepperoni pizza was offensive. It was ice cold. I could have smashed a window with it. And I was like, mate, can you heat that up? He looked at me like I had leprosy and heat it up for a minute. I ate it, had a can of juice, 20 minutes down the road, I was like, I'm in severe trouble here. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Burst into a sprint. (laughs) That wouldn't have helped me, man. That would have made me shit myself. (laughs) Got into this, like, (laughs) is it Lebanese? Is that the right word? Lebanese. Lebanese. Mm -hmm. Got into, like, this Lebanese restaurant, this beautiful woman for that part of the world absolutely angel like female and I was like if I buy a can of Pepsi can I use the toilet (laughs) (laughs) she's like aye on you go but fuck fuck you Gregs and then I tweeted them yesterday and they were like can you DM me oh did they I'm like oh my fuck I don't know because I ate a pizza and I I nearly shat my pants what else do they want to know maybe give you a wee free voucher for (laughs) a wee free sausage roll or something free pizza Maybe it's Greg's or maybe I'm just getting to an age now that, like, sometimes I have to go into a toilet and wipe my arse for, like, no reason. No, let me just clean this, clear, clean this up. Can I, can, can I add, can I put in here, my hair's looking good today, can I put in here that I did that the other day? That <laughs> I, I, so I walked... The cold has just all of a sudden came upon us, but it was like I looked outside and I was like, it looks cold outside. I put my big jacket on and I walked up here for Deniston, so it's like a, an hour's walk up here. And I got here and I was like, ah, I'm feeling a bit sweaty. And I, and I went in, and for no no reason whatsoever, like you're saying, I had to go in and give myself a wipe. <laughs> but it was just kind of sweat, you know what I mean? Mm. And it was just like, aye. Thanks for having my back there. I was expecting a. <laughs> An attack? No, no, no. Like, I burst out <laughs> laughing and had the reaction that I had because I literally did that the other day. Relatable? Aye. Aye, I'm like that as well. There's nothing ever on the paper, if that makes people feel better. But, yeah, I'm doing that quite a lot. Sometimes there's blood. 
<laughs> Sometimes you get hemorrhoids, dark. mate. You get fucking hemorrhoids. Aye, so fuck Greg's. Aye, mate. I would be like sending that DM. Although you don't want to grass him, then do you? Nah, because it was a wee guy, and it's Greg's, isn't it? I mean, if I worked for Greg's and they were like, I shat my pants eating a pie. If I worked for Greg's, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck do you expect, mate? It's Greg's. Like, it's not going to be a pure. Five star restaurant. Aye, there's pig hoof in there. Like what you what you wanting? I must say though, I love a pie for Greg's. But a Scotch S- pie? Yeah, sweaty, greasy pie, man. Ah, mate, I love a uh, pie and beans, man. I mean, see when see when you think about it, you're like, you know what I mean? And see if somebody's like, do you want a pie? I'll be like, ah, nah. But see when it's in front of you and you're munching a pie and beans, man, it's, you're like, this is god tier. Mm. No wonder, fuck it. Like, my mouth just watered there. So it's, if I think about what's in the pie, I'm like, nah. But if I think about eating the pie, I salivate. Yeah, we bit of salt. Want a roll, we butter. Oh, yes, a rolling pie. Aye. Aye, man. <laughs> we, mate, we talk about... We slag cunts off. <laughs> we talk about fucking mental health and food. This is basically like this This podcast is. I know. You hear about that school shooter, man, that gets 17 years. By the way, I'm having a pie for my dinner tonight. Uh, a roll. A morning. <laughs> a burnt roll. A, a burnt morning's roll. Morton's roll and pie and. Uh, uh, butter. Oh, and a tablespoon of gravy. A tablespoon? Uh huh. Just it's very odd. Well, you don't want to over gravy the roll. Mm-hmm. You want it to stay on. That's very specific, though. A tablespoon. You've had experience with this. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? Something's happened. <laughs> you seen that that video where like the mad is it thing me Choi or whatever the guy's name is? He's like a pure famous chef in America, and he like eats like it. It's like the most disgusting burrito that you've had in his pure and he goes <laughs> and he's like a pure Michelin star chef and he's eating like a fucking burrito out of like a caravan in New York or something he's he, loving it he loves it absolutely he loves, all loves that it shit. I love it when they ask people like that questions like Michelin star uh, chefs like what's your favourite meal and it is always something like it's either a hot dog or a burger or Aye. something that's never you know fucking goat's cheese all that shit uh-huh. tell you what I watched the other night I, I've been watching this uh, YouTube channel which is like a, a, an authentic Italian well of, of, but an authentic Italian restaurant that's family run in Rome mm. and they do tutorials on how to make traditional Italian meals but properly no like you know what I mean like know the way that we make them yeah. and the guy one of the videos the guy watches Gordon Ramsay making a carbonara and he roasts the shit out of Gordon Ramsay I mean he's literally like this is pathetic like what the fuck is he doing I think he puts like broccoli in it or peas he puts peas in his carbonara hmm. I was like what the fuck but he did the whole western carbonara with the cream mm-hmm. which you're not supposed to do you're supposed to just make it out of eggs and stuff God, think how good the Italian stuff must be compared to what we're eating. I think some people go there and because their carbonara is no like our carbonara, their lasagna is no like our lasagna, they're disappointed. They want People go over there wanting what we get here but better, but what they make is completely different. I don't have that experience because I grew up 
with an Italian pal and I would go to his house for dinner and I can remember eating like the lasagna and going this doesn't taste like what was what was it Findus mm-hmm. remember the, the microwavable lasagnas and the wee white paper t- I, I remember being like that's nothing like what I get and realising this is the Gucci shit yeah and I but I think some people go like to Naples or Rome and they get like you know they, they like it al dente and they like it the way that traditionally the way that they would make it and they're like that's shite I want it the way that I would get out of like Pizza Express Hi, can I get garlic bread with cheese bro um, there's supposed to be I don't know if this is true right but supposedly there's a place in Rome that just sells espressos and it's been there for like 50-60 years and they use the same machine. The machine's made out of gold. You can't get anything else apart from an espresso. And it's just like hundreds of people go in and get this amazing wee shot of coffee. And I'm like, I'd love to try that. Aye, me too. But my pal told me it in the passing and I've not really looked into it. So he might have been talking shit. Maybe talking shit. Um, You know, there's a place in... um, Excuse me. Uh, There's a place in New York that makes a hundred thousand bagels a week that's amazing Uh, how incredible is that and that's all they sell is bagels that'd be brilliant I know mate in in Glasgow we've got kebab shops masquerading as like Mexicans and Italians and their menus like you're like what the fuck these people are going for like you know like burritos and stuff to like chicken pakora it's like just do one thing well how about we just just do the one thing fucking well mm-hmm. there's an italian place i want to give a shout out to i don't know if you've you've uh if you've seen it it's called nona says no it's right around the corner for blackfriars so see if anybody's going to the funny bunch on sunday and you're like we were thinking about going to dinner nona says mm. right i think it's maybe the same people because i seen like a wee thing in blackfriars for it they do deep fried lasagna which is a lasagna and then a cube it, breadcrumb it, Pfft, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable food. They do a deep fried pizza, but what they do is, is they deep fry the base and then the sauce and the cheese go on it. Oh, mate. Game changer. Mate. It's a game changer. Nona says you can get it on uh, fucking Uber Eats and all that as well mm. if you're into that. You won't be running to the toilet to shit your pants after eating that. Greg's hashtag do better. Are you googling them there? No, no, no. Somebody just messaged me. Sorry, I'm being rude. No, it's all right, mate. Um, I'm but used to you treating I, me like a pig. No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> Nona says, "God tier Italian food. Like everything's everything's beautiful. Everything's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Merchant City next to Gracie's. Oh, aye, aye. Run the corner for Blackfriars. I'll check it out. I will check it out." Fucking starving again, you can't. I know, mate. That's that's. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to talk about one more thing. I go for it, mate. I've Limp Biscuit are doing a tour right now, right in America, right. And I love Limp Biscuit. I always love them. Anytime I went to the gym, they're always a band that are on my playlist. And uh, we've talked about this film before. They did. He directed a movie, Fred Durst, a movie called The Fanatic with John Travolta. And it has had some really awful reviews, but I think it is a a good movie considering for what it is and what it's about. It's enjoyable. It is silly. You do laugh at it because it's 
kind of shite, mm-hmm. but it's nowhere near what people are saying about this. So anyway, they're back doing a comeback tour, and I think Fred Durst is at a stage in his life that he's just doing things to amuse himself. Right, okay. So... You know how you've got the bass player, the, the guitar player called Wes, Wes Boland? Boland, uh-huh. He kind of dresses up uh-huh. and it's, he looks fucking cool as fuck. But Fred Durst has started doing that. So I don't know if you've seen him appear last year and he was dressed up like a hipster dad doing gigs. No. So he went into the deep, deep in the heart of Texas and right. did this fucking music festival. Uh-huh. And he was dressed up as a cowboy and he, he did the gig in character. Right. It's just this cowboy singing Limp Biscuit songs. And okay. I was like, I want to get to that stage in my life where I'm doing this side quest of just amusing myself and being cool as fuck. Uh-huh. I mean, it does look a bit like... I mean, I was going to say he's clinging on to his youth a wee bit, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like he's still got the baseball cap on and, and all that sort of stuff. But is this what you're talking about? Yes. Right. Okay. Do you know what? I quite, I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I find that I find that really funny. But I'm also like in my head, like, am I, should I be should we be worried for Fred Dust? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is Fred Dust all right? I a major midlife crisis. Uh-huh. I tell you what, though, I'm watching it and I'm like, he's not lost his voice. Um, the mu- the music is still amazing, mate. See some of the tunes that they had back in the day. It was fucking brilliant. Aye, mate. What's your favourite? Um, I've seen Limp Bizkit a couple of times. Aye. Seen them supporting Korn. Oh, wow. Um, at the Barrowlands. Didn't they know who they were? Fucking hell. Like, that was way back in the day. That was like, I think I was like 14, so like 98, 99. Maybe 98. Um, so I went to see Korn. Limp Bizkit supported them. Didn't know who Limp Bizkit were. Don't really remember thinking either way about them if you know what I mean do you know, do you know what I mean it wasn't until I seen because he, he had the baseball he had the red baseball cap on and before he made that popular that wasn't a popular look mm. I think some people might be thinking oh like the backwards baseball cap he 100% like created a beast with that fucking look the sort of baggy pants and the baggy hoodie and like the backwards baseball cap and stuff No, know that in America it's probably a you know it's kind of a white trashy sort of look do you know what I mean and like a neddy look but like if someday can you imagine if somebody from Scotland hit it big in a metal band and they were cutting about in a Bergos yeah. that, I think that's what fucking Fred Durst was like do you know Aye. what I mean but yeah, the backwards baseball I remember the guy Wes Boland was wearing like a mad cloak and he was wearing the backwards baseball cap. That's all that I really remember about them. Um, and then I seen them at the exhibition centre, like 2000, 2001 or something like that. Chocolate Starfish Tour. And they were, fuck, mate, they were fucking incredible, man. Yeah. See, like, the energy. They were one of the bands, like, seen a few bands like this where, you know, maybe no, like, um, at, like their greatest hits is amazing. But you go and see them live and the energy that they give off is just fucking incredible like yeah. you just you can't help but get fucking bang into it an incredible showman like unbelievable crowd work he's not lost it and that movie the fanatic man like maybe my mind's just melted for years of ecstasy abuse but i'm like it's not that fucking bad he's actually i think if he'd done another try of a movie he'd probably learn 
a few lessons for the mistakes. Uh-huh. So what did he do for the fanatic? Was he the writer, the director, like both? Right. Okay. So he's he's Rob Zombie. That yes. So basically, John, there's a guy in it called Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. He he's might know him as the wee dude that was in Casper, the main guy. Right. Okay. And he's grew up and just been. An, an I know actor. who you're talking about. Uh-huh. Aye. So basically, he's like a washed-up celebrity in it that's doing comic cons and stuff. And John Travolta is a fanatic fan. Now, this is where it gets mental mm-hmm. because he goes full. You know, have you seen Tropic Thunder? Never uh-huh. go full. Uh huh. He's went full blown fucking. Who John Travolta has? I think I've heard about this for someday, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So see if he just toned it down a wee tiny bit. Uh-huh. It would be a good for him. But the guy is like John Travolta's got a mushroom doing it. He's turning up at Comic Cons <laughs> with like a wee Dora the Explorer backpack and stuff. <laughs> it's too real. <laughs> so you're like, maybe if you just adjusted that a wee bit, it wouldn't be getting pelters. Uh-huh. But apart from that, mate, it was a good. It was a good. I'm film. gonna check it. Out, the yeah. fanatic. And what was the other one that you went to seen? Uh, Denzel Washington's. The creator. The creator. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna see what I think. Yes. So there we go. There if we go. he's what I watch the fanatic and get back to us and let me know what you think, then let us know in the Patreon comments or any comment. I'd love to play a character like that. Would you? All right, man. See, if I had a choice, they'd be like, would you rather be like Denzel's son and be in the creator or would you rather be in movies like... The fanatic and right. Mandy. Uh-huh. I'd be like Mandy. So it's like fanatic. you get to choose between playing John Wick or Sean Penn's character in My Left Foot, <laughs> and you're like, I want to be Sean Penn. <laughs> I, I am Sam. You mean? Is that what, what, what's My Left Foot? Daniel Day Lewis. Oh wow! Right. I've I've not seen My Left Foot then. <laughs> I think he won an Oscar for that. I'm sure he did, mate. I'm sure he did. I've not seen it. I've seen I Am Sam though. Yeah. Mental. That is a mental film. Aye, mate. It's mental. Absolutely crazy. Will we wrap up? Yes, we'll wrap up. An hour, in, an, hour, an hour in ten, we're giving the people more than what they usually get. Yes. We love it. And you are enjoying it and we're enjoying it too. That was episode 95. I promise you all that the live show will be posted soon. Uh, the Funny Bunch on Sunday is sold out. But the next Funny Bunch is on sale. I'm getting a lot of people getting in touch with me and they're annoyed that they were unable to buy tickets for Sunday. It's not my fault that it's sold at Troops. It's an amazing lineup of stand-up comedy. The lineups are always shit hot. So if he's want to come, I know a lot of people have got wins and all that, so that's cool, but I would just say buy a ticket in advance and just save yourself hassle. It's, it's much easier if you've done it that way. Um, Paul, thank you very much. Paul's going to be there filming. And I, one more favour, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you've got any questions regarding anything, get in touch with myself and I will answer. Thank you very much. See you at the Funny Bunch on Sunday. And aye, that's it. Burning hell, Gregs, for what you've done to my fat box. <laughs> The fart box. (laughs) 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.